0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing?
2: Good to see you Jared how we doing good to be back everything going well with you
1: where do we do we go somewhere
2: we missed a day
1: we did oh not really today's Wednesday we missed we last didn't do Friday. Friday We missed yeah. last Friday so now we got news we got some news for you sure. we guess we get we got some news we got rumors um I don't know if I got a question to ask I'm trying trying to debate here I feel like this a little bit of news news that we have. Um, might bring us on a little bit of a tangent. I have a a weird feeling on that one. So we'll kind of see, see where it goes from there. Um, no, I don't want to talk too much about the whole Amazon valleys thing. I just, I don't know enough about it. I don't think anybody knows enough about it to really dive deep into it. You can say, yeah, you do. But, um, but if you don't have a legal background, you probably don't know really what's going on. You can, you know, say you're waiting on a, waiting on the press conference, waiting on the interview. It, it, I don't think it has very much to do with with Artie spending. I mean, maybe, maybe a little bit.
2: You know, mm, I. I disagree. I think it has a lot to do with Artie spending because if if Bailey doesn't pay, or if Diamond doesn't pay the Angels this year, that's a lot of money that the Angels are not bringing in okay. on top of the Shohei Otani that that left. Like, that's a lot of money that Artie pretty regularly uh, depends on. And you look at it, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Albert Pujols was signed for one reason and one reason only, and it was to get this TV contract. Um, so I do think that this does have a lot to do with how the Angels spend. It sounds like this deal could get done. We don't know when. We don't know. It, it's still got to get through the courts, and, you know, the courts could take a long, long time. So I do think it does play into Artie's willingness to spend, but I think there's another reason that Artie isn't really spending right now.
1: Artie's gonna sell the team. Yeah.
2: I think Art- I, I agree. I, 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 I think Artie I think Artie is looking to sell the team. I think it, it makes it makes a lot of sense for him right now. He lost out on Otani that it, he's not going to um, that and I think that's why they're pretty quiet with the offseason right now is because either Artie isn't making the decisions or he doesn't want to make any decisions until the team is finally sold and the new owner can make the decision. So I I think that arty's days are numbered and he's he's getting ready to uh to get out of town
1: yeah I, I yeah i i don't want to dive into it too much obviously speculation but yes i i do agree um when you start hearing things in the background you know you do you do start thinking you know about about weird weird scenarios like that um again don't want to speculate i don't want to talk about i don't want to talk about the amazon thing i don't want to talk um about already selling the team today. Before we get on to what we're talking about, don't forget to follow us on all our all our social medias, X, Instagram, Facebook. Um you can follow myself on X at tim's Nate at Nate Green34. If you like what we're doing here, please subscribe. Um follow us. Let us know, you know, hey you guys are doing a great job, you know, or that you dislike us like you know some fans do, but they've moved on to being Dodger fans. So um sorry I had to throw that in there. I, I always will. Um, <laughs> so just thank everybody uh, so much for 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 everything um, here, listening to us, watching us, um, spent taking the time to look at our ugly mugs, but uh, but hopefully learn a little bit about baseball, and that's what we are gonna do today, Nate. I want to talk a little bit about baseball in general. Fun interview came out uh, today, yesterday, um, depending on when you are listening to this, with Reed Detmers. Remind me of the podcast or the TV show. It's from what is it?
2: It's Brzezinski. What's oh, uh podcast? We, we
1: came here completely unprepared. That is that is what I want to talk about is a little bit of the Reed Detmer's interview. Uh, foul
2: territory. Thank you.
1: Foul territory. Yeah. Ro- I think Rosenthal's on that. And it's a base. Uh, it's a, uh, I can't even think of what it is. Bleacher Report. Um, I believe it's a Bleacher Report uh, podcast. And we, we don't talk too much about other podcasts here on on the show, but when interesting interviews happen, I like to talk about them because this is this is a very baseball interview and something that we have talked a lot about. And Reed Detmers was was asked how he it was it was very Shohei Otani based. First off, by the way, and mm-hmm. I I tip the cap to Reed Detmers for sticking in there for that because I you know you know these guys don't want to talk about. Shohei Otani when we had Joe Adele on we intentionally didn't talk about Shohei Otani at all I don't think I don't think we've even mentioned his name maybe once it was like
2: maybe or- at the end like one little tiny thing but not like the whole interview based on Shohei Otani
1: exactly where, where this interview it felt like it was solely based on Shohei Otani which took away some very a, a very interesting point and Detmers talked about getting into a um, into a routine and last season and the seasons before that, not knowing when he is going to pitch. And this is something that we have, we've harped on for a long time. And one of the main big reasons why we said it was nearly impossible to build around Shohei Otani as the pitcher, Um, as, as a two way, should I say, if he was just a pitcher uh, and you're able to throw him every, every fifth day or something like that, a little bit different. I don't, I don't even know if he does pitch every fifth day at that point. Um, I would assume he does. But Shohei Otani as as a two way is so difficult to build around because you are solely building around Shohei Otani. and one of the big reasons why I say this year the Los Angeles Dodgers need to win a World Series because moving forward you get into a very similar scenario in which the Angels Angels got into where you know you have to you have to work around Shohei Otani. So back onto what we were talking about with this Reed Detmers thing is that he is extremely excited it seemed like to pitch every fifth day and i think that is just such a huge under uh, understatement to the pitching world nate I'll, I'll let you kind of take it away cuz bus both being pitchers routines 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 pitchers are creatures of habits Abs- uh 1000% um you know from the day that i started to what I did during that day, what I ate, like I'm, I'm very superstitious to brush my teeth certain ways. Um, but I'll let you kind of talk about it a little bit more, um, about why, I don't know if you necessarily think the angels pitching staff is going to be better, but it, I think it has a chance to be significantly better because of what, uh, 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 of getting on routines. I think that's fair to say.
2: Yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that going to a five man rotation, all of a sudden that, uh, all of these guys are going to be Cy Young candidates and things like that. But I do think it is a, a, a big thing for starting pitchers. It's it's things they learn in high school, which, hey, what's your routine? Your routine, whether it's a start day, whether it's during the week, whatever. And then you get into college and it's like, really, hey, what is your routine? Because most guys in college, they only pitch. You don't get too many two ways. You, you get a handful of two ways here and there. But most guys, they're pitcher onlys. And they have to figure out what to do for the the four, five, six, seven days in between starts because typically uh, college guys are starting on Friday and then the following Friday. So they're going to throw on Friday. They're going to play their long toss on Saturday, uh, play some catch on Sunday, uh, a little bit lighter, and then play decent catch Monday and probably Tuesday, Wednesday, depending on what feels better for them. Uh, maybe a a short box and things like that, and then ready to go for Friday again. And it's really easy because it's the same sequence every single week. It's I start on Friday, and then this is what I do the next day, this is what I do the next day, and this is what I do the next day. So being a pitcher is very much like what works for me, how do I get to the yard, all these things. Uh, So I think that's going to be a big interesting thing for for these starting pitchers Because now, I think one of the things that that people didn't talk enough about when it came to the Angels starting pitchers, and Detmers talks about this too, he goes, heck, half the time I didn't know when I was starting. Because you had Shohei Otani and it was like, sometimes he is good to go on the sixth day. All right? Then you have an off day in there. Well, now he's throwing the seventh day. Uh, Maybe you have two off days in there because it's a thursday and a monday it, it could be eight days before you make your next start and i know that didn't happen too often but it, all it takes is one off day or all it takes is one one day for show to tell me to be like you know what i'm not feeling good you're gonna have to go on shorter rest you're gonna have to go on longer rest it just changes what they had to do in between starts and so i think that is one thing that's going to be interesting to keep an eye on um and it's not just like if you do the research and you go hey When Detmer threw on on five days, he was really, really good. Or he was really, really bad. And he was really good on six or whatever. It's not necessarily the days. It's the knowing when you're going to pitch. Because, like I said, guys in college, they throw every seventh day. And it's just because they know every Friday I'm the guy. Every Friday I'm the guy. So I think that's going to be a big thing is these guys are going to know every fifth day I'm taking the ball. Maybe it's a six day because of the because of an off day or things like that. But I think that's the biggest takeaway from what you heard about Reed Depp is he's excited to know when he's going to pitch. That's the biggest difference between a reliever and a starter. Most of those relievers don't really care when they're pitching. They just they just want to pitch.
1: Yeah, I always I always found it to be absolutely ridiculous when people come, were coming out with the angel schedule and having Shohei Otani starts circled in a sense. Like that was for me one of the most ridiculous things that that, that came out there. It's a fantastic way to sell tickets, but as a starting pitcher, it is that's you don't you don't want that. And same thing goes with the reliever here, too, by the way. And this is something that the Angels have really lacked in the in the past years. Um minus when they had a decent bullpen of um C Sheck, Watson, um those type of guys. That year I thought they really used their bullpen good. I think that was when Hector, I think that was a, a Hector Robles here um, when he, you don't think so. You don't think that was Robles. I think that was Robles's good year when it was like seven, eight, it, it felt like everything lined up perfectly. You can, you can check and see who the closure I'm was. Checking, Cause
2: I think C-Sheck was 2019,
1: mm, Maybe it was a little before that then, but you get, you get what I'm saying. Like when in the bullpen, when you know where you're at, like it would be interesting to talk to, talk to Ben Joyce about this and be like, Hey, like, you pitched in the fifth inning sometimes, but in Rocket City, you, was was I right? Was that the robot? Twenty twenty
2: one. Robles was on the team in twenty twenty one. Okay,
1: but uh, you, you get you get what I'm saying when 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 the bullpen had you know their order of what was going on. I mean, you can even, okay fine date it back to like two thousand two. I I don't like bring up two thousand two, but bring it back two thousand two when it was donnelly shields percy like you had rodriguez that that could throw in that mix as as well but like you know you knew when you got to the seventh inning and you had a a three run or less lead it was shields donnelly percival game over type of thing like it it, it was you know what's funny
2: 2021 might be better for you actually really because the closer closer. was rossel iglesias and he was very much a creature of habit where he's like i pitch with the lead in the ninth inning that is it Give me the ball when we have the lead in three runs or less.
1: Yeah. That's when he had, he had a really good year that year too, I think, right. He
2: he was good in safe situations. I think yeah. his, his numbers, if you look at them were a little skyrocket a little bit, but it was like the non-safe situations where he came in up five, he gives up a three run tank. He comes in in a, a tie game and, and he gives up a tank or something like that. Like he was very much three runs or less. This is my game. And I think that's, that's going to be nice to see as well with, uh, Alex Tamman gone, you would expect that the Angels will be a little bit more of roles. Like, yeah. what is your role? Soriano, you're the seventh or the eighth. Joyce, you're the seventh or the eighth. Steves, you're the ninth. If we have the lead, that that's probably the way it goes if everyone's healthy and everyone's pitching well. And then you throw in possibly a Sam Bachman or, or guys like that, and everyone kind of knows, like, all right, we have the lead. It's the fifth inning. Our starters through five. Routine
1: starts. Routine starts. I need
2: to be, yes. I need to be ready for the seventh because we have a two-run lead. It's my, it's my right. inning. So yeah, that's that's a good point too. Yeah,
1: I was going to say rather, rather than you get to the fifth inning, you have a three-run lead. And this, I'm sure this happened a lot in the bullpen. um Be something really interesting to ask. And it was like, well, this guy can't pitch. Well, Tapera can't pitch, Loop can't pitch. Just throw names out there because that's what I'm thinking of. Tapera can't pitch, Loop can't pitch because they pitched the night before. Those are our seventh eighth inning guys. Who are we going to now in the seventh inning? Oh, it's uh Jaime
2: Berea. Oh, Jaime Berea in the I seventh. thought
1: I was oh. the long guy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And Jaime Berea was a fantastic long reliever. That was a role that I would love to have seen him in because I thought he thrived in it. Um, but yeah, that that you could see it last year. Uh, in in previous years as well and same thing went with went with with madden like it it felt like there was no sense of like hey this is what we're doing the process the process uh routine, I think routine, routine.
2: was telling madden, madden
1: a little bit probably what to do yeah. there but i hey, mean regardless it was is, this was, is who's pitching yeah it regardless it'll be interesting to see how how those routines go not again i have to i have to reiterate this here I don't This think... is
2: not going to make the no. uh, 74 win team because right now you're looking at this team winning 75, 78 games. It's not going to turn a 74, 75 win team into a, a 90 win team, but it could make some of these guys that have been maybe not reaching their full potential, allowing them to reach their full, full potential. Like everyone's kind of been a little disappointed with Reed Detmers, uh, Especially last year, right? Like he he ended the the year before in that really high, uh, like he pitched really well. He he was dominating, and then he comes back the next year and he he just wasn't the same. Same thing with Patrick Sandoval. He finished the year before with like two two seven two eight two nine ERA, um, looked really good, and just didn't really take that next step forward. So routine could be a big thing for these guys to help them take that next step forward and you look at at what wash does wash wash is a big routine guy um he has his infielders doing the exact same thing every single day it's we get to the yard we do this drill then we do this drill then we do that drill and so i think he's a big routine guy too so i think hammering that out for for everyone else could be huge um just for for him because he loves routine
1: yeah absolutely um i think it can only help help the pitching staff again got to reiterate it it's not going to make I don't think it'll make anybody a Cy Young winner I'm still worried about guys that haven't pitched over 150 innings in their career like Reed Detmers hasn't has probably never done that before Patrick Sandoval probably hasn't done that before in regular season I think Tyler Anderson was the only one in this rotation right now that's like you know he's gone above 150 innings multiple times Mm -hmm. in his career and the year he had last year you know maybe, maybe, maybe not. So, uh, you don't want him throwing more than 150 innings in, in, in a season. So, um, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what happens, um, especially late in the season. If, if the guys start getting tired, um, or if this just helps them out, um, but yeah, the more and more we talk about it, I'm sure it's going to be something that gets brought up. We're 28 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting, by the way, so um, we'll, we'll 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 see where it goes. Yeah, we're get, we're getting even closer. I got a foot of snow outside right now, but uh, but we're. Plesac we...
2: and Sandoval have been close. Plesac went 142, yeah. Sandoval was 148. So I I could see like that's close enough for me to be like, yeah, I could see them easily getting there. Um, but a guy like Detmers, that that's going to be the interesting one. One hundred like, and twenty for him is the most. I, let me check. Last year, one hundred
1: and thirty. Uh,
2: for Detmers. Is oh a no, he was one forty-eight last year. So, so I, I I could see them building on on that number and and just continuing to to get there because innings pitch for me, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, just because he's never done it before doesn't mean he can't do it. Uh, there, there's a lot of different things. If it's injury related, different story. But you're looking at Patrick Sandoval and Reed Detmers, it's not really injury related. It's really based on the rotation they're in and the expectations that are set um for them. Like you you look at Strasburg when he was a rookie, it was like, "Oh, we can't let him go above 120." And it was like, "Well, he he ended up getting there. Like he was healthy enough to continue going." So, I think it's just more of the circumstances, how old you are and what they expect of you rather than like oh, can this guy actually get to 150? Obviously, if they've had two or three injuries like Griffin Canning, it's different. So Griffin Canning's a little bit different for me. You're expecting him to just kind of maybe get a little better, but the innings limit for him could be interesting. But Sandoval and Detmers and those guys, I think they'll get there and they'll be fine. It's
1: fine. So, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, again, excited for spring training. That's that's always a great time of the year by getting back to watching baseball. So, we are getting even closer to that. Let's get on some Angels news before I let everybody go. Um, Richie Martin signs a minor league deal. Um, nothing too crazy there. Former big leaguer, though. So, yep. again, good depth. It's somebody that you hope you don't have to see. Andrew but Velasquez? Uh, not a good defender, but sure. Okay. It's somebody you hope, but but like the same
2: type of thing.
1: Yeah, somebody you hope you don't see, but if you need twenty games out of him, it's not a bad thing, you know. Um, So I I got nothing else. On that note, the one note I do want to say, I I did see the Angels are linked to Kike Hernandez. I think that is a absolutely perfect fit. I, I mean, you need somebody who can. I don't want to say fill that David Fletcher type of role, but fill that David Fletcher type of role that's better than David Fletcher, who can play all around the infield who can play the outfield. Oh, and Kiki is a great clubhouse guy, by the way, too. Yeah. I, I think that would be a huge, a huge plus a huge fit there, um, for, for the team. You might, again, you might not see it a lot on the field. I think he was a, uh, a, a 190, 99 WRC plus guy last year, but, um, you know, a guy who's been there, he's done that before. He's played in big situations. And if you get him on a one year deal, I'm sure someone's going to be um, chomping at the bit to get him in July if the Angels aren't contending or anything like that. I, I still don't expect the Angels offseason to be completely over. You know, um, there's a lot of big names still out there as there's, well. There and are there's already- not
2: a lot of teams that are willing to spend no. money
1: no there's not i mean somebody's
2: going to have to throw some money at these guys well i,
1: I think that i think that these guys are going to start getting a little bit a little bit of pressure and you start looking at a guy like Cody Bellinger and he wanted 200 million and and i know you and i have said like 200 million like i i would do that for Cody Bellinger but at this point i i just i don't know if the teams are out there looking for for Cody Bellinger i know you mentioned that that Heyman linked uh Matt Chapman to the Angels and i don't i don't believe that at all by that's the way that's a joke
2: Okay. That, well, no, it's realistic, but Heyman Heyman, I, I don't know what that guy does. That guy just sits there and guesses all day. I I get he, it. He sits there and goes, huh, you know what? The Angels haven't spent any money. I think Matt yeah. Chapman should go to the Angels. It's like we we already overpay a third baseman to uh, be below average. Do we need to overpay a third baseman to be below average? No.
1: Uh back on what I was saying though, I think I think a guy like Bellinger is gonna have to take a lot less than what than what he's expecting, I think. I think he might start. We might start talking about like 150 mil, you know. And that's, I, I feel like that's that's not if it allocated.
2: gets to that range. The angels better jump on that one because yeah, if yeah. he if he signs with Toronto for like 2018 to 20 for eight years, I'm gonna be like, wow, we really messed up.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see where we'll see what happens there again. Snell, that market just doesn't seem to be there for him right now. I know the giants are like heavily in the mix, but it just doesn't seem I, I don't know. I mean, it could, his asking maybe, price seems to be absurd. Yeah, he's you're not going to get um, Yamamoto money. Like you, you look at what a lot of those shortstops got last year, and that's probably the range of where he's sitting at. But not year wise either. Like he's not going to get 10, 12 years. He's, uh, he, I you know, saw a
2: report years. he was looking for eight, and it's like, dude, you're yeah. you're thirty one. Like, yeah. why are we asking for eight? I don't yeah, know. It's, it's it's just tough. It's a tough market right now.
1: So again, wouldn't surprise me if some guys took some weird deals you know um especially now that we're starting to get a little bit closer to uh to spring training and the op- opening of spring training i know i mean with within a month of pitchers and catchers reporting so um before i let everybody go you got any final thoughts was i, I think tk
2: hernandez would be interesting i i would like to see him play every day or at least be a guy and i know the ws wrc plus was not good last year it was 72 and 74 the last two years of boston but um, I I think you have to see him play a lot. He can't be a guy that you're relying on to to be your one, two, three hitter. But if he's hitting eighth or ninth and playing second base and a little bit of center field, maybe a little bit of third base, things like that, like that's interesting. Um, uh, I don't know if I trust the Angels to to utilize him correctly, but we'll see. Um, uh, Luis Tringifo, we'll see what happens with him. We'll see what happens with Brandon Jury. Um, last thing before I let everyone go, wouldn't it be awesome to to just see what goes on in Jose Suarez's Arb, arb hearing? Like, Stop. could you imagine Stop. him trying to argue for his one point two that he wants? It's like he had an eleven ERA. <laughs> like he's I don't
1: good. know, that it's that it, for, for that I, I get what you're saying. I do. He wasn't a good pitcher, but it comes down to the years and seniority type of thing. Like he's
2: been around long
1: enough that
2: this is his first year of arb though like it's not it's not like it's I and i know i think the angels number was fair for him like i think it was like 980 or or 9 something it was in the 9s and he was asking for like 1.11.2 like try and convince me that you deserve over a million dollars like you have been a negative war pitcher and i'm not even a big war guy but like what are you going to sit here and show that you've been productive enough to deserve over a million dollars
1: and as far as he he's got no options left either so he might not even make the team out of spring so it's uh that's it's an interesting it's angels are in, in in some weird spots like especially with a guy like matt Thais, who it seems like has a job but i mean what happens if he doesn't pre- perform in spring do you start having that conversation about you no know, chad wallach i love chad wallach i think he's a very good defensive catcher or, and some or D- Mejia or or francisco mejia who um, who has the bat, you know? So yeah, I, I, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Same thing goes at first pace. It's like, what happens if Shanwell's not, doesn't, doesn't look good at first pace. So now we're just getting into this weird, the weird, you know, question range of like who fits where. And I, we'll, we'll talk about it here in, in the coming weeks. Um, and especially going into spring training. Um, as as well so um, with all that being said thank you so much for watching and listening don't forget to subscribe go ahead and pound that bell for us as well if you're here on youtube if you're not leave us a review somewhere um, wherever we you are listening i look at all of them and i appreciate all of them good or bad um you can follow myself on x at jared underscore tim's nate at nacre and 34 guys thank you so much for listening have a great rest of your day